0: My name is Will, with a game and I
1: keep ladies Call clean and all my face. I gotta scream. If you can defeat me, inflate your Inflation, get met track. He gotta go to work. Go Hello everybody, welcome to the Vault Studios NFL Podcast. I'm your host, James Arthur, and joining me in the studio is only one man tonight. And only one man is needed, Julian Ice Train Corbett. How are (laughs) you, buddy? Good, mate. How are you? I'm good. I made that name up. What do you reckon?
0: uh, It's a bit wanky, but I did appreciate the intro music, because obviously with DJ Not Here Tonight, I am the Willie Beeman of this podcast.
1: Mm, I don't get it, but yes. I'm replacing
0: him because he's the older,
1: more established. Oh, he's Cap. He's Cap Rooney, and you're Willie Steeman Beeman coming in. Beaten That's up, right. running backs, not following the plays, just being an all right mess. And I'm probably going to vomit at some
0: stage in the <laughs> studio.
1: Well, don't vomit out that delicious beer. No. Because Burnley Brewing, 648, Bridge Road, Richmond, go out of their way to provide us with delicious beer for every episode. So, if you're going to throw up, go and get some like crappy non-independent beer. Get some Carlton Draft or some. Goat's piss like that and vomit that stuff up.
0: Yeah, once I've finished my several pale ales, Burnley Brewing pale ales, I'll just smash a VB and vomit that. And then vomit that. That's what you should be doing because no one vomits Burnley Brewing. I'm pretty excited to actually take over DJ's allocation of the Burnley Brewing pale ales this evening.
1: Well, yeah, well, so he normally drinks about 12 on his own in the hour podcast. So you're going to have to drink 14 tonight.
0: And I've got half of one so far. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Look, I believe in you. I really do. I think if there's one person that can do it, it's, it's horsey. Pr- it's probably oh, horsey, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for being here. Loaded show tonight. Every week, I think there's not going to be a lot of news, and then the day I go to set news or the day before, just all this stuff happens, and it's like
0: pretty cool. I know. I've been looking forward to resting on my laurels. Yeah, but no. there's just like the dark season, and then people are dying, Baker's
1: being an idiot, Josh
0: McCown's irrelevant. It's great news. Great news. <laughs>
1: Patriots are pieces of shit Which we'll get to later yeah. um, Which we're going to have A heated discussion about Which we already started And then we thought we had to stop this we're going to save this For the podcast um, Just quickly Website www.thevaultstudio.com.au You can find us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter, please go on and give us a like on those platforms. And also, you can find our YouTube channel. It's called The Vault Studio. Give that a subscription and hit the little bell when we start our live videos in the next few weeks. I think it's about three weeks from now we start our previews. So, there'll be live videos again. Um, You will want to have that so you can get the videos updated. Uh, patreon.com forward slash The Vault Studio. If you can support us, it would be absolutely amazing. There's a $1 a month and a $5 a month contribution if you could afford that. And it goes a long way to helping this podcast keep going and keep updating and keep getting bigger and bigger. So, And we appreciate our Patreon supporters already, which none are in the room because you were not one, Jules, because you had a little tanty. Because <laughs> none for eggs, one came first and you've never come first.
0: That's true. That's well, true. none... For eggs, didn't He had to go and get on Someone else's team To get a win But that's okay Wow <laughs> Cheap But shot. he did do it With chicken Which is impressive Love you Hados Chicken skinny. hard to cook It's hard to win On yeah It's very I feel finicky I'm,
1: Look I, I like Hados too Who runs none for eggs But I'm a bit Fucking pissed off with him Because I'm the one That's supposed to be Losing all this weight Not him And we rock up to football And all, oh look at Hados He's all skinny it's like, Fuck off Hados
0: Yeah cause he did it naturally
1: You thunder stealer <laughs> 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 All right, um, should we just get straight into the news?
0: Absolutely.
1: So let's start uh, with actually some sad news tonight. Broncos owner, longtime owner, longtime CEO Pat Bolan, passes away. He had Alzheimer's, and it was um, yeah issues with his Alzheimer's. I'm not sure the exact details, nor do I want to know. But very sad day in Denver. People don't know he bought the team with his family. So his two brothers, uh, John and Bill. And his sister Mary Beth. Um, it's a great name, Mary Beth. It's it's a little bit hot, isn't it? It's a very American, and I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. He,
0: but I mean, he, it's he didn't just own the Broncos. He did a lot for the Denver state community, Denver community, but also the state and the other because there's a lot of states around, yeah, Colorado, which have nothing going on, like Montana, Iowa, and Kansas. I can't remember. I'm Kansas City, Kansas. Um, where there's not a lot going on. So he owned a lot of sports teams. He did a lot for those communities. He was very vocal on not letting the team leave. Yep. He wanted to keep them in Denver because he considered it part of the community, which I you don't see that much of these days.
1: No, and I think um, he's known for, obviously, when Alway won the Super Bowl. This one's for John. Yeah, he was the This One's for John man, which was awesome. Um I think anytime you own a team for that amount of time, so he bought it in 1984, he bought it. So, what's that? 40 years? Am I doing that? No, 60 years. No, no. 54 years. 84? Yeah. 94? 36
0: years. 36 years? Yeah. What are we? Are we I'm turning 40 this year. I was born in 79.
1: There you go. Okay, so 36 years. which is a very, very long time to own something. Um, he also... Is uh, it was a 2019 um, Hall of Fame inductee. Mm-hmm. I can't work Was he inducted last year, or is he being inducted? Because isn't the 2019 Hall of Fame class coming up? So he must be. Yes, he must so be being inducted. So that'll be quite a, a big um, spectacle now, and big you know oh, yeah. piece that'll of be huge. history. Um, three-time Super Bowl champion as owner. He was also he owns the Colorado Rush, which is an arena football team. Um, they won a championship in 2005, Siri somehow wants to talk to me, Um, he also owns the Denver Outlaws who are a Major League Lacrosse team, who are one of the winningest teams in the history of Major League Lacrosse, Um, he's a Broncos Ring of Fame class of 2015 and a Colorado Business Hall of Fame class of 2015, so all in all a fairly successful person. So what you're
0: saying is covering the cost of the funeral? You don't think he's got funeral insurance?
1: No, I don't think a guy like that would quite require funeral insurance. I think he's the sort of guy that probably has fuck you money. That's like, you know the sort of people that they'll walk into a restaurant, the waiter will be rude to them and they'll be like, yeah, cool. So, they'll buy the restaurant the next day or that night and walk in and go, you're fired.
0: He doesn't have fuck you money. He has fuck me money because he can do whatever he wants. Yes,
1: he just, he wouldn't. I don't think money is an issue for him in any way. So, no, I don't think he has funeral insurance. (laughs) You've been watching too many daytime TV ads.
0: (laughs) No, I'm just of an age where I have to consider these things.
1: You are. You're, I would say, years off death. At least less than a decade.
0: Okay, let me ask you this. Other than your father, how Mm. how many senior citizens do you see over six foot? None. Not many. That's right.
1: So you're either going to shrink or die. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, and I haven't shrunk. Anything and yet. and the way you hate hate short people. If you shrink, you might just end it all. Yeah, I just deck myself
0: because short <laughs> people are horrible. You all know it.
1: DJs, I need to defend you, short people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. Josh McCown retiring after 16 seasons, and I think if you were describe this guy, it would be he is a journeyman. He played for 10 teams over a 16 year span. Um, I'm trying to think where I remember him the most from um, I think I
0: just remember him from the Jets because it's the most recent that's what I think he too he had that good half a year where he was on fire yeah um, Yeah. but I mean the other one you might remember from is Tampa Bay where it was a total just dumpster fire shit storm oh yeah they gave and him the big money and then and it was just but I mean that's Tampa Bay yeah that's that that organization is built on an Indian burial ground like they've got nothing good happening there
1: I think you can say what you want. As a starting quarterback, he was probably never a superstar, but he was <laughs> obviously respected enough to be a backup in so many places. And He played um, playoffs with the Cardinals. Yep, he did. He was um, a third-round pick of the Cardinals. Yeah, I,
0: and he always – like, he was there and thereabouts. Yep. He was probably the best backup slash – bottom third starting quarterback in the league for a long time.
1: Yeah, and I think you look at like his career. So he was at, obviously, Arizona, drafted him four years, and he went to Detroit Lions, Oakland Raiders, Miami Dolphins for the offseason, then was at the Carolina Panthers, was then cut and played for the Hartford Colonials in the UFL. <laughs> You'd think by that point your career's done, but then somehow he gets back for the 49ers, then the Chicago Bears, then he goes to Tampa Bay and has some success. Then Cleveland, and then he finishes up at the New York Jets, where he had a couple of like he had at least one good year. Yeah, I just think if you play seventeen years in the NFL, you're doing something right, whether it's from a especially as a quarterback. Yes, from an off-field. Even guys like who is the guy who played for um White Clipboard Jesus Charlie White Whitehurst Whitehurst like yeah he probably played for you know twelve fourteen years I think like to be that backup for so long you've got to bring a lot to the table. And I but think I we'll think see was, him being I, I, a coach.
0: I think Charlie Wynos, I think that's underselling him. I think he was better than that. I think he would be the kind of guy, if he was just in the right scenario, he could have been a starter, as yep. you saw it for the Jets. But when you go into teams like Tampa Bay that just like change coach every year, yep. don't have any kind of idea on defense, there's only so much you can do as quarterback. Yeah, and he
1: wasn't there when they had good players. Like. No, no. Yeah uh, Look I, I tend to go I, I just think 17 years in the NFL 16 years in the NFL 70s Whatever it was it, It's a hell of a career I think it's worth mentioning Someone Absolutely. like that Good on you Josh Good on you Josh Feel free like, to come on the podcast Whenever you want He will be coaching In the NFL very soon Oh I, you don't mm, think
0: media? Uh, one I've or the other yeah. yeah
1: he's very good He's, he's good at both uh, But like The big thing about him Later in his career Was as if It was like having another coach That was his raps He could do Media and coaching At the same time so uh, next guy I want to talk about, Baker Mayfield. And oh. this is a guy who's gone a little bit over the radar <laughs> since entering the NFL. He had a very good rookie year, but he needs to learn to not be a total dick. And this he was his...
0: Is, I think the worst thing that happened for him was Beckham going there because they're just drinking a big glass of the bath water.
1: Oh, and yeah. Just riding, really yep. believing everything that's written about them. Yep, agreed. No
0: respect for experience. He's going to go downhill very fast.
1: So, basically, he Duke Johnson is in the middle of a contract dispute. He's annoyed that they keep bringing in running backs when he's clearly very talented. He has said, if you don't want me on your team, just trade me to somewhere that wants me. Um, You know what I mean? Like I think that's really... That's the NFL. That's how it works. That's how people get paid. So, Baker comes out and basically says, I'm paraphrasing, but... Either get on board or don't be part of it. Like, either be a part of it or don't be a part of it. That's the. Yeah, he basically said
0: fit in or fuck off. 100%. Yeah.
1: Um, And apparently, a lot of the vet players at the Browns, which I can understand, pulled him aside and said, hey, you can't fuck with the. You can't fuck with guys' contracts. You shut the fuck up. When it comes to like on the field stuff, maybe, but don't do that in the media. Um, And this is just, this is what worries me about Baker Mayfield. He's shown this at college that he's got a shit attitude. You know, there was a championship game where they lost and the the linebacker on the team was yelling out, humble yourself because you're just known as such a dickhead. You don't just get that reputation. That has to be earned. But quarterbacks do. They need that swagger, but you need to be very careful. It's a fine line. Be a dick to other team. Be a dick to media. Fight with Colin Cowherd. Be a fuckhead. Mm -hmm. Do not turn on your own guys. No. It is the worst thing you can do because – Duke Johnson may end up being a part of this team all year long. And you know what? What if uh Duke Chubb Johnson gets hurt? What if, if Tyreek Hill, or not Tyreek Hill, the other kicker, punter, um Kareem Hunt, you know, has something go wrong? What if he punches same. what if he punches another chick and misses more time? And yeah. then you need Duke Johnson. Do you want him to be like, no, nah, fuck you, Baker? I'm not gonna do that for you. I'm not well, gonna actually, block for you that hard.
0: Duke Johnson is a better receiving back than Chubb. Chubb is a better all round back, but
1: Duke Johnson Duke Johnson's the best receiving back in the NFL. Yeah. Or up there. So top top three or four. Why would you shit in your own nest? Yeah, I don't get it. Wouldn't you be building him up and going? If someone asked me what I thought, and the media had asked him because they knew they would get something juicy out of him, my response would have been, "Oh, Duke's a fantastic player, and I really, really hope he's on this team this year." That's all I really want to talk about. It. His business is his business. But if he's on this team, I am really happy. If he's not, it'd be a really sad day because he's a very good player. It's all good. Done. Baker done. Have some fucking media training, you moron! Like. It's but not hard. he the media
0: training. He, the thing is, he just believes that he's the next coming Jesus. And I was excited about the Browns, but I honestly believe they're just going to get too big for their own boots and just trip over their this own This is legs.
1: the team that was defeated two years ago, and everyone they won seven games last year. Mm-hmm. Let's calm the fuck down on that. Yeah, them.
0: but also Baker didn't start until like... Week, week three. No, it was
1: later than that. You took, took over halfway through the game week three with the injury. Yeah, so, but either way, and they fired their coach. Whatever. The bottom line is that it's 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 not on. You don't talk about a guy's contract. You don't comment on it. Yeah, like I wouldn't absolutely. go into my it's work. I wouldn't go into my work and be like, "Oh, you don't deserve any fucking money." Like, what do you mean? Either get on board and work for cheaper or piss off. I'd be like, if one of my, one of my workmates got a promotion or got more money, I'd be like, "Awesome, man, well done."
0: Yeah, more money. If if your value goes up, that means the whole team's exactly. value goes up. exactly.
1: Spot on. Yeah, anyway, I, I just think it's a bad sign. Looking deeper into it, it's a bad sign for Baker.
0: I think, I honestly believe that Baker is hanging out with the wide receiving core. Ooh, yeah. And there is no one who's more full of themselves. I'm not just not just OBJ, but wide receivers in general, every walk of life, whether it's junior football or the NFL, they're all full of themselves and they are all fucking hopeless if the rest of the team doesn't support them.
1: Agreed. So, yep. yeah, just be very careful, Baker. That's my only thoughts. And when he listens to this, he'll probably take that advice on board, I'd say. I'm expecting a tweet. Yeah, me too. I've been tweeting on him a lot, trying to get him on the show. I just don't think the early draft analysis is going to help me there.
0: <laughs> I think... um, I don't think I'd be comfortable with him on the show with this kind of attitude. He really needs to pick himself up. Yeah, you're right. We if don't want Baker on the show. No. You, do do you know we do sh- want?
1: We want Chuck Johnson. That's right. Because he's a good good bloke. Yeah, he hasn't commented. And you know what? Do you know what about Drew Johnson? They've they've, they've asked him a few times, or oh, what do you think? And he's just said, "No, nah, I don't care." Exactly. Just fobbed it off like, "No, nah, don't worry." Because he knows it's all a game. It's 100%. just about getting paid. He'll get traded and make someone. If, if the Cowboys traded for him, I'd be ecstatic. If he came to the Patriots, oh mate, he'd be, James White would be gone. They cut James White like. Now, let's talk about the Patriots. Great segue, Jules. Stop mentioning the segues. (laughs) I set you up. Just do Uh, it. I like doing it because you hate it. So, (laughs) let's just talk about how big an organization, uh, sorry, how big a piece of shit an organization the uh, New England Patriots are. So, they file a report against the Texans for tampering because they want their fake GM, their cultural manager Um. just run me through how big a disgrace you think the Patriots are as an organization.
0: Contracts are contracts. And if you're going to commit to a team, Mm -hmm. much like Duke Duke Johnson, (laughs) once he gets his money, he's going to be committed to whatever team that is. Hopefully it's the Patriots. Hopefully. I can't remember the guy's name. Can you remind me? But anyway, he's committed. Uh, No, I
1: can't. I had it before. It's Cersei. It's Cersei Lannister. Cersei Lannister
0: was committed to the Patriots and the Patriots are well within their rights to hold him to his contract until 2020. After such time, he's quite welcome to go and work for whoever he wants. But what is actually going to happen is Bill Belichick's going to retire and he's going to take over as GM. Casario is his Casario, thank you.
1: Um, I just think that (laughs) like <laughs> if he if he he wants to go, either offer him something to stay and make him stay, like offer him more money or a better a better a better role, do something instead of just being whingy little bitches and be like, oh no, they're cheating. They're not allowed to talk to him. The bottom well, line not. is if he wa- he is, if he's if he no. is interviewing for an upscale job, which at the Patriots, he. They say he's the faux general manager, but unfortunately in his role, it's like the cultural manager or something like that. What's more important,
0: culture or generally managing things? (laughs) We both
1: clearly know culture is important. Either way, he is. um, He was wanting to upscale and they've completely just blocked it and not allowed him to. And the New England Patriots, all this thing about, oh, you know, because they care about the team and that. They don't treat it. They treat... All their fucking players like shit.
0: Except for Tom Brady. Except for Tom he Brady. he only gets paid half.
1: Yeah, he only gets half, half the money he deserves. I would love for Tom Brady to come out and be like, you know what, New England? Fuck you, I'm holding out. I want the, all Pay the me. money. I want the biggest contract ever for a quarterback right now. I'm gone. And You'd you know be what? Because I discounted for so long, I want a little bit more to make up for all those years I discounted. I've Fuck you. I've done the you. math.
0: I need... a. $300 million signing bonus <laughs> yeah. to make up
1: all the soup Bowls I won. And four hundred and fifty million a year. Okay? Make it happen. Like, Tom, the cat's only one. For- I don't care. Make it that sounds happen. sounds like I'm, I'm hearing a lot of this. I'm not seeing a lot of this. Cha-ching, ching ching yeah. Pay me, man.
0: No, but, I reckon if he did that, they'd just say, all right, Tom, thanks for your time. See you later.
1: And then Bob Craft, Bob who's just... An outstanding human being that would never go and get a hand jibber from a prostitute late at night. <laughs>
0: There's a reason he's relaxed and can make all these <laughs> good decisions.
1: And in his defence, I, I shouldn't have joked about that. His wife passed away after like 60 years of being married from cancer. So if anyone needs to go and get a hand jibber or has the right to do that, I think it's probably fair enough. Like That's a pretty fucking devastating thing to go to. Let's you cut think an 80
0: year old man is going for his first ever rub
1: and tug at 80? Yes, I, I don't believe he ever cheated on his fantastic loving wife. That's what I think. I'm oh. not. I'm not as sinister as you. Maybe she was down. <laughs> Maybe she liked to watch. That's <laughs> not cheating. No. <laughs> this is getting you stop. So he came out with the statement: "The Houston Texans and the New England Patriots have always had a great working relationship. They take all well, the scraps. We appreciate the way Cal McNair has handled this situation." That was his statement. Fuck off, Bob Kraft. You Fucking sack of shit
0: Seriously If this was another organisation No one would care It's just because The Patriots And we win all the time
1: No it's because The Patriots Cheat all the time No If the Detroit Lions Did uh, this everyone would be like
0: Oh yeah I suppose they probably need him
1: the, Well the Detroit Lions Are up to a lot worse Under that head coach I assume
0: Oh Rating. Assumptions
1: that was not me. That was James. Rape. Shh. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Cameron Jordan, not Jordan Cameron, the old tight end for the Miami Dolphins. Cam Grant Jordan he signs a. Yeah, he did. Talk about four from Grace. Um, Cam Jordan signs a three year, $52 million extension. We all had him on our top tens last week as um, edge defenders. I think this is a very. Top
0: five. For yeah, George you had him Pete. five, I think.
1: I think. I, I think I had him at. Anyway, he's in the top 10, which sure. is pretty good. Very well worth the money. I think a good decision. People are going to oh. find guys are going to get signed. They're going to sign people early because they know the cap's going to increase. So the earlier you do it, the better value you get. Absolutely. So Absolute. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is like the fourth highest paid quarterback in the NFL now. People look at that and go, oh, what's ridiculous, someone getting paid more. What they should look at it is how smart will Green Bay to extend him then? Where people get
0: confused is they look at it like it's their money. If they had $100 million to spend, I wouldn't spend it on that. It doesn't, the money doesn't actually belong to anyone because the owners of these teams have to spend it because it's the cap. And it comes back 20-fold. Like it's, it's the easiest investment in the NFL.
1: <laughs> I just read the dot point you added. <laughs> How dare you? We'll get to that. Yeah, I think but in terms of Cam Jordan, great move by the Saints. I think, because let's be honest, Breeze isn't going to last forever. There's going to be a culture change at that team in the next couple of years when Breeze leaves. I think it'll be run heavy behind Kamara and strong defense. And they're trying to lock down all these defensive guys Absolutely. now. Which is smart. It's very smart. It's a
0: lot easier to build a strong defense than a superstar quarterback.
1: Yeah, and then bringing a guy like Teddy Bridgewater on a good deal and yep. let him manage a game behind a great running offense. And you know Sean Payton can make that happen with his game planning and his, his, his offense. So I think there's going to be a change there when Brees leaves, but it'll be a, a good change. It'll be great. I, I don't think they're going to drop off much.
0: Not much, but yeah, it'll be definitely a very different team.
1: Yeah, well, it's already going that way. You think three years ago, like, would you be like, "Oh man, what's the number one concern when you play the Saints now?" Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, three or or Michael it's Thomas skating, maybe. Yeah. So but Michael yeah. Thomas is a short slot route receiver, high receptions, you know. And then Kamara's a running back. I reckon three years ago, no one would have ever thought it would be a running back that Kamara, was the who's script.
0: almost as good receiver as yeah. It's fabulous.
1: insane. So, uh, let's get on to some exciting news. Hard Knocks has been announced. It is going to Oakland. It will follow, or wherever Oakland are now, will follow. They're still in Oakland. They're still in Oakland. It will follow the Raiders around for the off for the preseason. I think this is going to be pretty fun. I think
0: it's going to be. There's going to be one episode where they go to Las Vegas and look at a stadium being built. But other than that
1: episode, <laughs>
0: it's going to be really exciting.
1: Yeah, I think it's great. I think I'm looking forward to obviously AB is there now. You've got Vonte's perfect, which I think is flying under the radar of how fun he is going to be in training. That guy's a jerk. He's going to hurt people. He's a massive jerk. He's going to hurt people in in Yeah, there.
0: he's the kind of guy who hits a red-shirted quarterback. He goes, oh, what?
1: Sorry, man. Sorry, I didn't see Sorry, you. Sorry, Derek, run faster, boy. Derek. That's what you'd be like. Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the quarterback. I just think Derek's a funny name. It's a great name. It's a great name to be like. Oh, sassy look at this little
0: work. baby. What should we call it? Derek. I think second was to Paul. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All the Dereks and Pauls out there, we uh, appreciate you. They're not a bad name, it's just... It's just a funny name. A f- <laughs> Derek. Uh Okay, uh, who are you looking forward the most to seeing? Oh, uh, Gruden.
0: He's yeah. going to come out with some... And also um, the owner who's... Yeah, d- L- Sideshow,
1: the shittest haircut in the world.
0: Yeah. Al um, Davis's son. Davis Mark Jr. Davis. Mark Davis. Thank you, Mark Davis. I think he's just going to be a weird, creepy guy. Like I'm pretty sure him and Rob Kraft go to the same. Actually, no, he can't afford the the Robin Tugs that Rob Kraft goes. So he
1: couldn't even afford to sign Khalil Mack. Actually, a, a good friend of ours, Regan skulls had I, when I posted up on Facebook about it. His comment was, "Oh, great, we'll be able to see." Uh, Khalil Mackin. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, but at least we'll get to see Amari Cooper run around. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but you'd rather see AB than Cooper. Yep, agreed. Yep. 100% agreed. I think AB will not only be great to watch talent-wise, but also, he will wind some motherfuckers
0: up. He's got his moustache back under control. It's no longer blonde, which I'm really happy with.
1: I don't know. I liked when Mr. Big Chest had the blonde moustache.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bet you I should take odds on whether he'll actually be called Mr. Big Chest on... Hard no. knocks. I think that was a one-off. I think that is the worst nickname going. Who
1: on. do you think does the cuts? Does the what? The cuts for that team. It's not. I don't reckon it's Gruden. They couldn't afford the time of Gruden cutting people. Like, look, man. Look, here's the thing. Like, you work hard, but you know, you're just I you just love you. You know, I love your heart. Yeah. I love everything about you, man. Just not your football ability. Okay. Now let's just go. On. We're going to talk for several hours about why I like you, and then you can fly to another team. Actually. Sorry, Mark. Sorry, you can find your own way to another team. Because,
0: yeah, we were going to buy your bus ticket, but that was too expensive.
1: (laughs) We can't afford it since the Khalil Mack trade. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, All right, let's get to the final piece. I want you to introduce this because I'm not going to read out how you (laughs) wrote this in our rundown.
0: So, uh, those of you that are on Instagram might have seen the NFL retweeted a touching moment between uh, Tony Romo and his two sons, setting up to one, I don't know what their names are, but the older one playing quarterback, the younger one playing wide receiver. What I loved about this clip is the younger one has no idea what he's doing <laughs> and you can just tell Tony's there just like clenching his fist going, oh my God, my kids are fucking idiots. He's <laughs> kid, can we just, no, no, the kid's
1: on. like three years old. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> eventually runs his route, stops, Tony has to tell him to come back because... His older son's got a custard arm and can't throw the distance. Comes back. Kid throws the ball to the young kid.
1: Well, it turns out he doesn't have a custard arm. He just unwinds this thing. Hits
0: him in the stomach. And <laughs> the younger kid <laughs> just bursts into tears. Oh, It hit me in the stomach. And Tony Romo's cousin was like, you'll be all right. He's like, yeah, try hit him in the chest next time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he does say that. Yeah, you're right. He should have hit you in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good video, it's very it's funny It's fucking great And, and you can hear him laughing, like he's laughing at the situation Which we've all, anyone with kids has been in where your kid gets hurt And they're not really that hurt, but it's just how they got hurt is really funny And you try not to laugh, but you, you laughing at them upsets them even more I uh, just thought
0: it was so perfect that the kid that was playing wide receiver just started crying Because he didn't get the ball exactly where he wanted it yeah. I think that's just so appropriate. Like, that'll carry him for the rest of his career.
1: If he becomes a wide receiver. Well, definitely, the
0: die is set now. He's the <laughs> Archie Manning of that family. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wasn't Archie Manning the dad? Oh, um,
0: Wasn't Archie Manning good? Yeah, Archie Manning was good. There what was, was the other son
1: name? Eli was a shit
0: one. <laughs> yeah, Eli was a shit one. Peyton's the one whose wife was taking all the... Cooper. Uh, Cooper, Cooper Manning. Man. <laughs> yeah, no. Peyton's the one whose wife was ordering all those uh, steroids because she needed them for her back.
1: Yeah, no, Peyton didn't need it for that shattered neck vertebrae no. that magically healed without any sort of doctor's no, help. No, he went to Germany. Yeah, Germany. Yeah. And then we Went to, we had a quick visit to Amsterdam, which helped him out a bit. Him and uh, him and old Robbie Kraft met up over there. <laughs> yeah. The a couple of is, hand jibbers.
0: Yeah, with each other. It was a <laughs> Dutch rudder situation.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, we'll play a quick drop and then we'll get into our top 10 linebackers. Hi, everyone. This is Lewis from the Vault Studio Fantasy Football Podcast and Fantasy Football Down Under. You can find our podcast right here in the Vault Studio Podcast Network feed, along with all the other great shows brought to you by the Vault Studio. If you don't know about our show... Before the season, we'll be bringing you everything you need to be ready for your drafts in 2019. And during the season, a weekly show breaking down player performances, start sits, trades, and of course, questions from the mailbag. So make sure you're subscribed and we look forward to you joining us on our show. That's Louis G from the uh, the Fantasy Football Podcast. Good show. Very yeah, good. Yeah, they're getting me excited a bit for fantasy. Are you in the Down Under Bowl? I am. So oh, I'm going to mention it now again. The... FF down under bowl um, is a hundred and eighty team league. It is the biggest league ever done in Australia. 180 mm-hmm. teams, there are 30 spots left. He's filled 150 spots of that already. And we're yeah. still a couple of months from the draft. Like yeah. he's gonna fill it comfortably. It's he's a bug. It's only 15 bucks. Fifteen bucks entry. Oh, it's it's fifteen bucks minimum. Um, and don't think that's because he wants the money. He's not taking... I can promise you because I've tried to get him to do it. He's not taking <laughs> any of the money. whatever. So the, the winner gets a, bon- a a big reward. I think about 700 bucks. Yeah. The second place gets money. Third place gets money. I think fourth place gets a little bit. And the rest goes to the Smith family as a charity. Which So he's not actually doing it to benefit himself in any way. Um, he's doing it because he loves fantasy football and because he wants people to play fantasy football so 180 teams 30 spots left get on there it's 15 bucks and if you if you win it that's a crap load of money uh and, and it's bragging rights. and bragging right imagine winning that league and it'll be a lot of fun it'll be a talent fun. Uh, you're in it i'm in it dj's in it yeah um richie's in it richie's in it there all the vault studio guys are in it i'm pretty sure yep. so we'll also be doing a vault studio listener league um, so get involved in that, the defending champions back in, obviously Cooney and Louis G from the Fantasy Football Podcast, you can compete with them. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm pretty sure I've already got 12 people, so he's thinking of expanding that into a 24 league and having two divisions. Two divisions, yeah. So I'll be down for that. If, if, if you want to be in that, hit him up, That's also comes with a prize, it's not as big as the FF down under bowl, but it comes with a t-shirt and a cap for studio, so. Um,
0: you can't just get those anywhere, people.
1: No, you can't, You well you can, you can get them from Redbubble. But I haven't launched them yet No you actually can't get them Right off. now you can But no, you, you can't Maybe in the future you can But right now They are exclusive And by exclusive I mean nobody has them Because no one will buy them So you will get that for free <laughs> No I'm just tricking uh, I'm not tricking Okay let's get to This week we have our <laughs> Top 10 linebackers um, people are saying, "Oh, you had linebackers." Oh, what was that? Jules? What did you just crack open?
0: Uh, that was the uh, Burnley Brewing Lager. Just you like the Lager? Getting my inner DJ ready for the linebackers. Have you had a pills yet? I've had a pills.
1: I've had a pills. Yeah. I got the thrill for the pills.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. more of a summer beer. It's Lighter. That's true. It is yeah. when you're just smashing darts on the deck. Have a couple of pills.
1: You don't smoke Jules.
0: mate. It's the sorry, only you only smoke when you growth. drink. And I drink all the time. No, so you don't. I think you're lighter. Doing-
1: it's hard for you to drink all the time with your 47 kids now.
0: Yeah, that's why I drink all the time. Oh,
1: fair enough, fair enough. All right, so linebackers. These are not edge linebackers. These are off-ball linebackers. So guys in a 4-3 defense play off the ball. Middle linebackers in yeah, a like 3-4. Yeah, Khalil Mack, Clowney. Yeah, you've got it spot on. Clowney who you didn't have on your top 10, you're telling no. me. No. Remember that?
0: No, and for a for valid reason, I didn't want to have two guys from
1: the same team. Hmm. Do you have two guys from the same team tonight? Yes. Yes, I know who they are. <laughs> All right, let's uh, now. DJ, uh, did I even mention where DJ was at the start of the show? No, I mentioned that I had big wife fronts to fill, but yeah. So DJ is really unwell. Um, he got hold of us this morning and said he's really crook. So he sent me his list. He'd already done it, so we'll, we'll go through his list. But and I think maybe that was the
0: reason he was too scared to front up.
1: It's uh, not a great list from him. It's not great. And I'm not 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 impressed. Um, but let's start with. We'll just do it like we always do. Start from 10, work our way down. If someone has them lower or higher? Lower. Lower. Someone has them lower, higher. If someone has them ranked higher, then we'll wait to discuss them when the highest person names them. Um, I'll start with my number 10, which is Blake Martinez from the Green Bay Packers.
0: No, I don't have any Mexicans on my team. He's Uh, actually
1: not a Mexican, I think. Okay, mate. Uh,
0: (sighs) The gentleman, I was trying not to put him... In?
1: So, do you have Blake Martinez on your list? No, I don't. So, do you want me to discuss him? Because oh, DJ sorry, definitely you. doesn't have him.
0: I beg your pardon, you go ahead.
1: Okay. Uh, I think he is incredibly underrated. He's led the league in tackles a couple of times. On a crappy defense, he does a really good job. I think if they were able to build a good defense around him, he would excel and be one of the more known linebackers. But unfortunately, when you play on a crappy defense it's hard to get noticed as a good player. Especially
0: um, as a middle linebacker. Yes, especially because you get not, blamed a lot. You get blamed a lot, but also you're not like getting big interceptions. You're not no. getting past deflections. You're just the workhorse in the middle.
1: Yeah, but he. I think the last couple of years, he's been really, really good, and I just think he's very underrated. And I expect him, as that defense improves this year, I'm, I'm be- I believe they will. I'm expecting him to improve with it. Yep. All right, who's your number 10? Uh, if you say Kyle Van Noy... I'm leaving.
0: He's higher. Um, (laughs) Jalen Smith for the Dallas Cowboys.
1: I have him higher. Higher. mm, You'd be surprised, not not by much. Um, DJ had him at 11. His number 10 was Kiko Alonso from the Miami Dolphins. Do you have him on your list? No. No, no one does. He's a fucking terrible linebacker. No, he's an okay linebacker. He's a really good coverage guy. Again, I'll use the same thing. I'm trying to defend DJ a little bit here. I didn't have him anywhere near my... I think I had him about 16, 17. But... He's on a crappy team. So, again, it's hard to get noticed on a crappy team. Yes. Yep. So, that's all and, I'm gonna but, say on
0: it. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, the good guys stand out by so far because you, you've got measurables like tackles, um, coverage, all these things. Yeah. And if you're on a crappy team, it's, re- you know, these guys are on the field a lot. Yep. And it's probably not reflective of their ability, nope. but if anyone has to play like forty minutes of football on defense, you're gonna die.
1: Yep, agreed. Um, we'll go to my number nine, which is Jalen Smith. DJ had Jalen Smith at eleven. I find it disgusting that he put him behind Kiko Alonso. That's an embarrassment to rank. I think
0: that was a direct fuck you to you. Yeah, I hope.
1: He, I wish he was here because I wanted. Him, I think he would have been sitting there having a little snigger to himself. Well, um, I, I. He also had Alec Ogletree at number. Th- 13 from the Giants So we know what sort of guy DJ is It's a bit of a homer Yeah but like
0: Can I mean Sidebar The Giants whole team Is a dumpster fire And they're defense Like I just don't get it Why well, would you have any of them on a list?
1: Yes, yes Correct Even on a list I'd on only have list. the guys that are at the The Browns now <laughs>
0: So many of them.
1: (laughs) I know. All right, so yeah, I had Jalen Smith at number nine. You had him at 10. Yep. Give me your your, your hot take on him first.
0: Uh, Four sacks, 17 pressures, 98 total tackles, 26 assists with that. Um, Only 48 catches allowed on 60 targets for 276 yards and one touchdown at a middle linebacker position where you can – to get guys running off you all the time is Mm -hmm. pretty amazing I mean there is another guy there that may be higher on my list Um, it's a pretty good tandem and obviously when you've got two guys working like that together your team will still not be any good in the playoffs (laughs)
1: they won a playoff game oh did they? did they win one? Uh, just the one? just the one cool Cool story bro no just the one I will also add Jalen Smith is one of not only the surest tacklers in the league but one of the hardest hitters in the league as well He puts some hits on guys. He puts a bit of fear into them. I just think – and I think his story, if if he has another good year again, he'll jump up this list again because his last season probably ranks him in the top five or six guys, but injuries worry me about him, that knee injury. But the fact that he's back to that sort of level is – yeah, it's insane. So um, I happily put a guy – even if he was on another team, I would happily have a guy like that on my list because he's just such – he was a dominant college player that would have been a top five pick for sure – Blows his knee out in the bowl game before he gets drafted, which a lot of guys aren't even playing because of that issue. Mm-hmm. Goes in the second round; they take a chance on him, and then develops into one of the better middle linebackers in the NFL. So, I think that's a, it's a good story for me.
0: The Cowboys love a gamble on a guy,
1: which is yeah,
0: pretty smart.
1: He's smart. Randy Gregory hasn't worked out for him; he loves weed too much. Too, too much.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: your number nine.
0: He is Kyle Van Noy? Jesus
1: Christ! <laughs> Explain to me why. He,
0: the reason he's there is he makes he made my life a lot better. His performance in the playoffs and the Super Bowl, and you've got to give him that—he was fucking outstanding in the Super Bowl.
1: But that's what was his regular season like?
0: Outstanding.
1: That was pretty shit.
0: Uh, ninety-two total, thirty-seven assists, three and a half sacks, one interception.
1: I think he had more sacks in the playoffs than he did in the season, which is pretty good. His playoffs was outstanding. Yeah, I guess he's pretty good. No, I don't think... No, this is not a guess he's pretty good sort of moment. He's not. Like, yes, He's he is. very overrated. He's an average player that Bill Belichick gets the most out of. Yes. So you can like his and situation. He performed.
0: Sure. And you've got to give that some respect. Like, I just really like him. Yeah. I, I know there's guys that are better than him that I haven't got there, but I just really wanted him in my top 10. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And I couldn't justify Dante Hightower in my top 10.
1: Nah, a couple of years ago. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. He's, he's a hard one high as well cuz he's kind of an outside linebacker and like he blitzes like he rushes a lot now. He does, yeah. He's a he's a very I said if we did our top 10 versatile players, I reckon he'd be on mine.
0: Well, I think v- Vanoy is a pretty, pretty versatile. versatile. He's pretty fast. Maybe I should do linebacker. like that as
1: an article or something like that. That would be a fun article to just research guys that play lots of different positions and try and find out like who it's plays the most, the most different positions and stuff like that. Something I won't do cuz who's got the time for that shit? Um, All right, so that was my number nine. DJ's number nine was Anthony Barr. Yep. Do you have him on your list?
0: I don't have him on my list.
1: Snap. I don't have him on my list either. Mm. Um, I think I have him at 11. I have Anthony Barr. Uh, My concern with him is he isn't on a game-to-game. In fact, over a full season, he's very valuable and you want that, that sort of guy on your team. Yep. But he doesn't have the... Big play impact that other guys do at this position, which pretty much all my guys have that that impact. Yeah. Um, so I did, that's why I didn't have him on my list.
0: So why do you think DJ had him on his list?
1: Um, because he's stupid. He's got lots of money. Yeah, because he got paid a lot of money in it that rate. Good. Everyone should have Quan Alexander on their list then as well because he's the highest paid. Do you have, okay. Quan, do you have Quan on your list? No, no, me either. I had him at twelve, Quan Alexander, but I had um, Anthony Barr at eleven. So it's only two spots different. Um. Let's go to my number eight. I have LaVonta David of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Have you got him on your list?
0: I do. I have him
1: higher. Higher? Oh, okay. Um, so, who's your number eight? Jalen Brown from the Tennessee Titans. This guy was so hard to leave off, but I had to. I just couldn't get him in my top ten. Yeah. Um, DJ hasn't got him either. I'm assuming Are you doing what I was thinking. Is You predict he's going to have a really big year. Like he had a big year last year. He last had a great year last year, but I think he might step it up again. And he's he's kind of like the Mexican you had for
0: Green Bay. Martinez like he's yep. just on a rubbish defense.
1: <laughs> no, just it's a tough missing. situation. Like him, a guy like Joe Schobert, um, from the Browns, yep. Jordan Hicks to an extent, Zach Brown from the Philadelphia. Like these are guys that are pretty good players that just they just fly under the radar, but mm. I really like Brown. I think he might be good I think he might be really good this year. Um so he I mean, was that, he was yeah. on my mind. Yeah. Uh, Okay, that was your number eight, was it? Yep. DJ's number eight was CJ Mosley. He just likes guys to get paid, clearly. Do you have CJ on your list? I do. Coming up? Yep. Okay, I'll hold him off. Uh, What are we up to? Number seven. seven. My number seven is Roquan Smith, the Chicago Bears. Yep. DJ DJ has him higher.
0: My number seven is Levante David. Okay, so let's discuss
1: Levante David. DJ doesn't have Levante David on his list. He thinks Kiko Alonso and Anthony Barr are better than him and a guy that's coming up in a second, which is pretty funny. Uh, I think Levante David, again, plays in one of the worst defenses, worst coach defenses over the last decade, yet he's consistently been a guy that can make big plays, have a ton of production. Um, his his skill set is outstanding. Sideline to sideline is outstanding. 71 solo tackles. Yeah, he's, he is an outstanding linebacker. I just,
0: he's on there because I feel so sorry for him. Yeah, like, and he an now, an now he's lost Juan star.
1: Alexander, who... He's not the shouldn't be the highest-paid linebacker in the NFL, but he's a very good linebacker. Now I know they bought in. They bought in White, I believe White or Smith. One, of them, they're both named Devon. Now that they bought in Devon, um, one of the Devos. Uh, he is going to have that help again, hopefully. But you know, he's just been such a trooper of that team. Never left. Uh, I just think that's that's worth noting. He's a, a in a vacuum. That guy. His situation sucks, but in a vacuum, he's one of the top linebackers in the NFL.
0: Yeah. But he's totally wasted at Tampa Bay.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Couldn't agree more. Especially without Gerald McCoy there this year as well. It's going to be even harder for him. Yep. I've oh, got Sue, so he'll stomp a few guys. Um, <laughs> number seven, DJ had KJ Wright. I'm just going to go ahead and assume you don't have KJ Wright on your top ten? Uh, I've got him coming. No. No. So, KJ Wright is the second fiddle to Bobby Wagner at the Seattle Seahawks. He's a solid guy. He's been a solid guy for a long time, but he doesn't do anything super exciting, in my opinion. That's why I didn't have him... I've done 18 He's only my 18
0: In fairness Middle linebacker Is not always about Being exciting
1: I think if you're in the uh, I'm not sorry Excitement's not the right word He's not Doesn't make big plays a lot And If I'm playing If I'm picking All my guys in my Top 10 Or all Have the ability Maybe other than Blake Martinez All have the ability To make big plays And that's what I look for I want a playmaker At middle linebacker Mm -hmm. And a leader And Mm -hmm. KJ Wright He might be But he doesn't come across As that
0: guy Yeah and you don't want Anyone with red hair
1: I don't think KJ has red hair.
0: No, I'm just saying. Like,
1: oh, you you're saying as a blanket thing, you don't want anyone as with a middle red-haired.
0: linebacker. Like, redheads are just does, um, so angry.
1: Does Luke Kuechly have red hair? No, no, good. That's a good sign. Actually, that was seven. My seven was Roquan Smith. Is he coming up for you? Uh, no, no. DJ DJ has him at six, which is his next. I'll just talk about Roquan Smith, mm-hmm. rookie last year. Held out in camp because the Bears wanted to put some ridiculous clause in his contract that when he got hurt, he didn't... I remember that. Or he got suspended. Because he he was a bit of a hothead at college. Well, he just hits hard, so they're worried he gets suspended for hitting people. Um, What I saw from him last year... And that's what you... (laughs) <laughs> that
0: is so ridiculous. Oh, we want this guy who's really good at hitting people, but we don't also pay him don't want him to get in trouble for it. yeah,
1: it's ridiculous. but my, my thought to him was I think he's going to jump up a massive amount this year considering he missed pretty much the the preseason last year, yep. the way he came in and played and the way he was playing at the end of the year on the best defense in football, which has to like with so many guys on that defense that were good, he was such a standout later in the year. That's super important to me. I think he's going to have a massive jump up so that's why I had him I had him at seven DJ had him at six I just think the jump this year is going to be extreme for him. Yep. Also he was a top he was eighth pick in the draft something like that. so it's not like he was you know a second round pick that's kind of finding his There's a couple he's, of
0: first you guys I assume are coming up on your list as well.
1: Yes there is two two yeah. coming up. Okay so that was uh my seven who's your seven? Uh You mean my six? No you did. who was your seven? Levante David. Okay so
0: who's your six? My six is CJ Mosley.
1: Okay. So I had him. I don't have him coming up. No, no. I have him at 12 on my list, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a similar thing. I don't know whether because he got paid so much. I just It made me go off him a little bit. DJ had him at eight. Um, I certainly don't think he's a bad player, but he's just kind of a ho-hum. Like he, he makes, I know he makes a pro bowl every year and stuff, and he makes lots of tackles, but I want that big play guy, and it's, I don't think he does that enough. Yeah Solid as a rock Don't get me wrong Sold as a rock Can
0: stop the run But also Is valid in coverage I think that's what yeah, I yeah, like yeah, about yeah. him Yeah Like he can hit hard But he can also cover Oh he he's very one good One touchdown scored on him uh, Got an interception Which It's always a bit random At linebacker Yeah When you get this, Like it could just be Something batted up Unless
1: they're like Guys who get lots Of interceptions It's, it's, ran, it's kind of A, There's bit of a random There's not many occurrence. linebackers That get a lot of interceptions No Like over the Like Sean Lee Used to get a ton When he played a lot I'm just trying to think um, Ogletree Ogletree, who Deja had at thirteen, is actually pretty good at getting turnovers. Like, there's guys that have that trait, but it's not very common. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's a hard thing to get get interceptions at linebacker.
0: No, but linebackers, if you talking about turnovers, you want um forced fumbles. That's what you expect out of your middle linebacker.
1: Agreed, agreed. And that's something. Look, I probably could have had C.J. Mosley at ten instead of Blake Martinez. I just feel like.
0: You need a bit more diversity in your list.
1: Yeah, and CJ Mosley plays for the Jets, so it's yes. like well, he really hasn't crap. played for them yet. Well, he will, and I don't think they're going to be that good. I think they're they're drinking their bathwater a bit too, as well. Yep. Um, okay, so that yep. was your six. My six was Roquan Smith. D- oh, sorry, my seven was Roquan. Did six. <laughs> my six, my seven was Roquan Smith. My six is. Bernardic McKinney of the Houston Texans. I'm assuming you don't have him on your list? I do not. Okay,
0: so... Tell me about old Bernardic.
1: DJ doesn't have him on. What I love about McKinney is he hits like a freight train. He's huge. He In the running game, he's the best run defender in the NFL and guys coming up on the list, he's better than them. Coverage is where it lets him down. That's probably why I've got him at six, not top three because he isn't that good in coverage in today's NFL. That's a big part. But when you watch this guy, I said, I'm a big believer of the eye test. When you watch the Texans, you know I notice him and I notice Clowney. They're the two guys I notice all the time. And McKinney is just all over the field. For a big guy in the running game, he gets to sweeps, he gets to jets, he gets to everything. His effort is insane. And when linemen try and block him, he will just punch a lineman in the mouth and make them miss and throw them to the ground. He's a he's a bully and he's tough and I like that. I, I like those traits about mm-hmm. him. Um, I can 100% understand how a lot of people wouldn't have this guy and wouldn't like those traits, but in terms of a guy, he gets by as a pass, as a pass coverage guy. He's okay. He is a three-down linebacker, but what he does on running plays just sets him aside to me from a lot of other guys. Yep, That's- absolutely. Fair enough. Okay, my number five is Deion Jones of the Atlanta Falcons, who DJ also had at number five. Do you have Deion Jones? Uh, I do not. So Deion Jones, I can understand why he didn't, because he didn't play pretty much at all last year, because he Mm -hmm. hurt himself. When he's on the field, you talk about athletes. Deion Jones is, probably other than Bobby Wagner, the best athlete at middle linebacker. He can just cover everything. He's very, very good in coverage. His only issue is is getting off blocks, but because he plays in that 4-3 and they put a couple of big D tackles in front of him, he's able to just go sideline to sideline and and make linemen linemen miss him and make really big tackles. And I'm assuming DJ believes. Again, another guy that, because he's been on a crappy defense of Atlanta, I can see why people wouldn't have him. But for me, he's a top five guy in the NFL and I think we're going to see that again this year because they're going to have a better team around him and he's going to be very, very good.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, who's your number five? My number five is Zach Brown, formerly of the Washington Redskins, Washington football team. Yes. And now at Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Zach Brown, are you falling in love with a pro football focus, darling? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't think
0: I am. I just I had him at
1: fifteen. Okay. So it's I, I don't dislike him.
0: I I like his situation. I think he was he's he was a guy who was wasted. At the Washington football team. Yep. And I think him in Philadelphia, like 74 total tackles, um, no touchdowns, only 160 yards allowed in coverage. Uh, I think you put him in Philadelphia as opposed to Washington, I think he's going to be pretty exciting.
1: Yeah. Okay. He's certainly a, a very productive linebacker. And he's young. Yep. Okay. And not broken yet. Fair enough. Uh I don't think Zach Brown's young. is not he Are you have you got confused with another Brown?
0: No, there's only what two Browns in the NFL.
1: There's Jalen Brown he's from the Chargers. Now you're just being racist.
0: Oh, surname, mate. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no. I have, get the feelings no,
0: no, I'm thinking it's all right. His so, age, you're right. He's not
1: Zach Brown was at ten he's he's only twenty nine, it's not that bad. Mm. So it's not he's not like he's in his late thirties. Um okay. My number four, and me and DJ have had another snap, is Leighton Van Der Esch. So we've both had him at number four. Who's your number four? Leighton Van Der Esch. Oh, this is nice. Isn't it? I think in terms this of rookie linebackers, no one's really ever excited. Maybe Luke Cookley's the only person who's really excited me more as a linebacker. In well, and let's
0: year. be honest. Leighton excites you more because he plays for the oh, stars. Of course it does.
1: But he's... Oh, he, he plays for the stars. S- the stars. Interesting. <laughs> no one plays with the Stars anymore those sucked um, I just think in terms of skill set I haven't seen a guy open field tackle He, he open field tackle is like a safety he takes on linemen like a run stuffing linebacker um, but he also has just pure athleticism in coverage as well he's there's three guys above him obviously who are all really good but I kind of see him if he does it again this year he kind of jumps into that tier with them as well that there's not many linebackers that can do everything as well as Leighton Vander Esch and the next three guys we're going to get to.
0: Who was your boyfriend from that he replaced? What's your... Sean Lee? Sean Lee, thank you. He is basically just like he has the same football brain with like the younger body. He's just like basically a younger version of Sean Lee. It doesn't get broken all but the time. better athleticism. Yeah. I think
1: you could, like Sean Lee's even said, I've never been an athlete. Like, Sean Lee's a great athlete, but he's a, even said, I've never been an athlete. But I
0: Sean like Lee's mad. whole thing was his like football brain. He knew Incredibly where to be smart. and what was it. That, and that's why he got all those inceptions. Yep. Whereas Leighton seems like he's got the brain and a better body. He's like a Sean yeah. Lee upgrade.
1: And I think they both, <laughs> we've, we've had both Jalen Smith and. Um, and Leighton Vanderash, which hurt I think me no they end. both benefit from Sean Lee being on that in that organization. Oh, absolutely! I think they would learn a lot, and they both said that they learn a lot from him. Um, you know, Sean Lee was probably my top six or seven last year doing this this, this list because he's had a bit of a drop off. But that's a very good linebacking core. Like you'd probably say, Sean Lee's in your top twenty five linebackers. If you did a full twenty-five. If you could stay healthy. Yeah, if you could stay healthy, so But
0: there's someone coming up on my list that health is a problem, but he's just such a superstar. Yeah,
1: I think we've got him the same. Uh, okay, I think I believe we have the same top three, all three of us. I'm gonna do DJ's top three, three, two, one, then yep. mine, and then you give me yours. DJ's number three is Darius Leonard, mm-hmm. number two is Bobby Wagner, mm-hmm. and number one is Luke Cookley. Yep. My number three is Luke Cookley, my number two is Darius Leonard. And my number one is Bobby Wagner. My number
0: three is Darius Leonard. My yep. number two is Luke And My number one is Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner.
1: I think let's start with Keekley. DJ's got him at one. Can't yeah. argue that. He's a freak show. Is your concern? I've got him at three. You've got him at two, only over Darius Leonard. My concern with him is his head injuries. There's a Health. chance that he yeah. gets concussed in the first game or the first preseason game, first hit, and doesn't play for the year. And it's just a scary situation for a middle linebacker to have concussion issues. Now, I know he was pretty good last year. I think he missed a couple of games, but I, that that that's my concern for him. And that's why, if it was purely on talent, he's probably number one. Definitely. At least number two. He at least jumps Darius Leonard for me, but health is a huge concern for me. And that's why I have Darius Leonard above him and Bobby Wagner above him. Um, yeah, you, so you guys both had... Leonard at three. Yep, I had him at two. So pretty similar. Just I mentioned before, just a young
0: guy, outstanding first year.
1: Him and Leighton Vander Esch are juking it out for and Luke Kuechly for the best rookie linebacker seasons almost ever. They were. Yeah, Darius, and I'm, I'm going to talk about a play that made me really fall in love with Darius Leonard. The Colts defense play this thing where, as teams motion players, obviously if a defender follows them. Quarterback reads that it's man coverage. Yep. So Darius Leonard's lined up at middle linebacker. The running back motions out to the split wide receiver on the left side, and Darius Leonard runs out with him in the motion. And everyone, the quarterback's thinking, oh, it's man coverage. I've got the running back on a linebacker. Awesome. False. Turns out what happened on that play is the corner that was out there who had the deep third in cover three, mm-hmm. rolled, sorry, the deep half in cover two rolled down and played the middle linebacker position and they left Darius Leonard to play the deep half as a middle linebacker and he did it. They got an interception on the play because they tricked the quarterback. If you've got a linebacker that you can trust to just instead of having to move the responsibility, you just change him to being the cornerback or the safety's coverage, that is incredibly impressive and I don't know how many guys, one, have the ability to do that. And how many coaches have faith in one of their linebackers to do that? That is insane to me. And that's what made me go, yeah, this guy's pretty good. <laughs> He's pretty special. <laughs> so, yeah, he was snubbed from the Pro Bowl, believe it or not, but was first-team All-Pro. So, <laughs> go figure that, Pro Bowl voters. But I just think, watch this guy play. He, I think mean, he led the league in tackles. He had a ton of interceptions, forced fumbles, everything.
0: 141 solo tackles. Yeah,
1: he just did everything to an exceptional level and – I, just think, I think he's the next big linebacker now. I think him and Leighton Vander Esch are going to settle themselves in as two of the best linebackers in the league for a very long time.
0: Absolutely. Very okay. Exciting.
1: Last guy, Bobby Wagner. I had him at one. You had him at one. DJ had him at two. We've said the only reason we've got him at two is because of Luke Kuklu's injuries. Mm-hmm. So I can... Obviously, DJ's taking the punt that Luke is not going to be injured. I can understand that. But I think we can't... I would actually consider in terms of skill sets and, and the player... Bobby Wagner and Luke Kuechly on par with each other as the two best linebackers in the NFL. If I had tiers, they would be in a tier of their own, those two.
0: My favorite nugget for Robert is that know he had two missed tackles. <laughs> it's fucked. Two. Yeah. He plays linebacker. Yep. He only missed two tackles for the entire season. It's... It's ridiculous. It's impossible. If you, if you saw that stat on Madden, you'd go like, this game's fucked, it's cheating.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's a human cheat code. Yeah. Um, he he also... I think he's the best coverage linebacker in the league. Uh, yeah. He's just outstanding. Like, like we could sit and name off all the traits, but we'd be naming off every single trait a linebacker ever get had. scored on. Yeah, doesn't get scored on, doesn't miss tackles. Like, the tackle rate, that's just mental. And I knew you were going to say... So I wish I would remembered that, because as soon as you brought it up, I knew exactly what you were going to say. It's a great stat, and if that doesn't prove enough how good a linebacker he is, I don't know what Will plays in one of the best defences... They've been the best defense in the league pretty much since he's been there. Which because he's uh, Now, they've had good players around him, don't get me wrong, but the last couple of years, they've had Sherman leave, Cam Chancellor leave, Earl Thomas now leave, and yet the defense has still been pretty good, which makes me think that the common denominator there is Bobby Wagner, Robert Wagner, and to an extent, KJ Wright, who we should give DJ some credit for, having him in seven. I wouldn't have had him there. I didn't, but you can obviously buy into that same process. I think,
0: yeah, the... Linebacker, especially, I'm oh, sorry, interior linebackers don't yeah. get any credit. They're kind of no. like they're kind of like um, O linemen but they're more important to the game. You know, they just don't get triggered. Dues. Triggered. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think mean, yeah, they don't get enough credit. Middle linebackers. I no. think there's lots it's of positions that don't get enough credit. There's one position that does get enough credit, and that's quarterback. They don't need any more credit. Uh, but yeah, look, I think that that's it. That's our top ten. Do you have any honorable mentions?
0: Only the Patriots Hall of Fame. Who's that? uh, Dante Hightower, Gerard Mayo. um, Gerard (laughs)
1: Mayo, the defensive coordinator
0: for this week. Uh, That'll probably change.
1: A guy, I'll just mention a guy, Matt Milano of the Buffalo Bills, plays Uh linebacker for them. I had him at 12, I think. He easily could have jumped in for that 10 spot for me as well. I just think Blake Martinez is going to be in a better position. But he's a very good linebacker going into his third year that goes completely under the radar there at Buffalo. And if they improve around him with that defense, he could turn into a really good player. So that's kind of my only honourable mention. But yeah, a lot of good players on that list. Middle linebacker, was, I thought it was going to be a bit easier. It was hard. The, the top six were fairly comfortable. But then after that, I I really struggled. to. I had guys in and out, in and out, in and out. My list it got to like 25. It depends what traits you like. Do yeah, you
0: like a guy who's just a hard hitter or can smash? you like a guy who can do a bit of coverage? Yeah. you like you a guy who's got a brain? A, yeah. You know. There's
1: so many different style linebackers as well. Like I mentioned McKinney. He plays in the 3-4. So he takes on more blocks. So in that scheme he's awesome because he's big and strong and he's always taking on linemen. If you saw a guy like Deion Jones who I had a five in that scheme, he'd probably really struggle in a 3-4 because he'd be having to take on blocks all the time. That's yeah. not his strength. So That's the
0: old you know AFL thing of 1% and 2% is those things that don't... It's not necessarily a tackle or you don't actually touch the ball, but you do, you... Stop a, lo- a lineman in his track, even though it yep. don't matter.
1: Oh, McKinney no. like blows up. A, there's a power, like a, a pulling guard, and he'll just run down and crack the pulling guard and stop him in his tracks, and then the safety will clean up because the running back couldn't have to go outside. And yeah. There's there's lots of traits to a linebacker that can't be read, and I think the eye test is the biggest thing. And I have to say, like even a couple of DJs, like Kiko Alonso makes big plays, KJ Wright does, they, they've all passed the eye test at points in their career. So it's hard yep. to badmouth any of them in the right system. Yeah, I mean, except for Kiko Alonso, he shit. That was a, that was a, that was a bad one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he should have done? He should have knocked Kiko Alonso out, put KJ Wright at ten instead of Alonso, and then put Jalen Smith into nine or ten, and then ro- roll them all down one. That's what he should have done. That I was trying
0: been. to roll Jalen Smith. It. That's why he was ten because I didn't. I mean, when I was looking at him, like they should be four and five, and I'm like, no, 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 they're not, they're not. They are, mate. They, they, they're if, are if they outstanding play, If tandem. they play
1: like that again this year, then that will be well and truly. But my concern with Jalen Smith, and that's why I had him at nine, is his injuries. You don't know when the is going to bob up again. And again, knee injuries but are That's hard. got... It, you
0: play, you're in the piles. You're getting hit all the time. You're hitting all the time. It's just... That's why I can't see any 40-year-old linebackers. Like... The human no. body can't take it.
1: 100%. Correct. All right. Well, that's it for us tonight. That was our top 10 linebackers. A bit of news in there as well. Again, um, RIP to Pat Boland. Very uh-huh. sad. And I'm not going to say thoughts and prayers because I'm not a douche. But you know, This one's for Pat. Yeah. This one's for Pat. So um, all Denver fans should be very grateful because you probably wouldn't be a fan of the Denver Broncos if it wasn't for Pat Bowlin and his family. No, so. you'd
0: be a fan of the Tennessee Broncos.
1: Yeah. Um, you can find our website, thevaultstudio.com.au. Find us on social media Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash The Vault Studio. $5 and $1 a month sign-ups. If you can afford just the $1 a month, trust me, it goes a long way to helping the, the podcast and um, paying these guys' bills. And um, the beauty of it is Fish. that one thing I don't have to pay anymore is the beer bill because Burnley Brewing, great segue, James. Burnley Brewing. <laughs> come in with the goods every single month they supply us with our beer for the month for the podcast Um, 648 Bridge Road Richmond if you're in Melbourne ever if you live in Melbourne get in there every weekend and have a meal and a beer because it's
0: freaking delicious and make sure you let them know the vaults sent you
1: yeah absolutely and if you're ever in the country and happen to find yourself in Melbourne if you're from overseas or from interstate head in there have a beer mention the Vault Studio you'll get nothing in return but it'd be nice for them to hear that Vault Studio people are going in there so let us know Hools, thank you as always. Um, Made it
0: through without the other big fella here. I was
1: worried about you tonight. I was like, can Hools talk enough to keep this podcast alive? Were you nervous? DJ
0: usually brings all the stats and I just like coach on my laurels. (laughs) And so I I brought some stats tonight just because I was a bit scared.
1: You did a good job, mate. That was very good. You can do that every week and then you can fight DJ for who's better at stats. I hate stats. No, DJ's a big stat bitch. No. Love stats It's
0: football It's not about stats It's about, it's about performance but,
1: uh, A quote from Pat Boland Dollars mean nothing in football Only W's do That's right That was one of his quotes
0: And he didn't even eat them he
1: just No he them. didn't eat them <laughs> That's very In the words of the great Richard Garraway. That's very good Julian <laughs> No, that's it for us um, Yeah make sure to follow us Follow Burnley Brewing On all their social medias as well And you'll hear from us next week Thanks again horse Thanks, man. My name is Will. Get well soon, Dage.
0: I keep relates. i call a creamin'. And all my fans, I got a scream. If you can defeat me, you'll dream.
1: Inflat your chest. get met track. He gotta go to work. He could go! go. Oh.